It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, to our very final lesson, lesson five, in our Healing Virtues, the Animal Reiki Practitioner Code of Ethics class. And um, in in this particular week, we're going to deal with the very last part of the Code of Ethics, which is in working in the community, I hold the following goals. And we're going to kind of go through each of those goals about community and I'm going to um, periodically ask first, you know, open it up to discussion and questions and things, and we will do a guided meditation. And then also at the end, I'd like to save a little bit of time to go over and kind of review everything we've done um, up to this point because we've actually been gone through quite a bit of um, quite many um, topics having to do with the Code of Ethics. And so I wanted to just kind of go over and revisit the Code of Ethics as a whole um, before the very end of class today. So that's um, really my goal. Um, So to begin with um, tonight's uh, lesson in working with the community, I hold the following goals. And I've sort of broken down um, what our goals are into... um, a few different, let's see, one, two, I forgot to count these, three, <laughs> I think four. I think we have four or maybe five different um, little points here. I have them all spread out in my notes. So anyway, I'm going to go through each point one by one and talk about um, some of the things to sort of keep in mind if we sort of contemplate and go deeper into each of those points. So for the first point in the Code of Ethics, it says, I model the values of partnership." compassion, humility, gentleness, and gratitude in my life and with the animals, teaching by example. And for me, this section is really about living in the space of the precepts, the Reiki precepts. For today only, do not anger, do not worry, be humble, be honest, be compassionate to yourself and others. It's not so easy to stay mindful of them especially in different difficult situations, but our Reiki practice can help us to do that. And that's one of the reasons that we spent time meditating each week because these meditations are sort of your anchor to help you to stay in that space of mindfulness. And if we can be mindful in a difficult situation and stop instead of reacting and instead speak those precepts either aloud or in our mind, that can help us to know what to do in every situation and how to handle every situation. So if you can imagine, you can overlay the precepts onto every situation, interaction, plan that you have, conversation, you know, Reiki treatment, whatever, just overlay the precepts on them. Then you will always know what to do. Um, This reminds me actually this week I've been uh, feng shuiing my office. 
So I got rid of a lot of clutter around my desk and got organized, and then I kind of rearranged everything to be like the Bagua, which has, you know, those nine areas to keep mindful for healing. I don't know if any of you have done the feng shui before. It's just kind of a fun thing. Um, but what they say to do is you can, you can overlay the, the Bagua over the whole room, or you can overlay it over your desk, or you can overlay it over a section or area that you're working with. And so when I was working with the feng shui, I realized, wow, you know, the five precepts are just like that. So the five precepts are kind of a way to feng shui your life, (laughs) a Japanese way, um, because we know feng shui is Chinese, but it's a way to to really um, balance your life and bring healing to every situation. So in the context of... um, of the code of ethics, it really gets us to the space where we remember that Reiki is not just about a 30-minute treatment that we do with an animal, and then we're done with the treatment, and Reiki goes out the window, and we go on with the rest of our life. But it's really about living Reiki. And what we, when we live Reiki in the community, then it sticks with people. People see that you're different. People are drawn to you. Animals are affected in a positive way by your presence. Healing happens wherever you are, and people begin to notice you. Um, And so you are building your personal reputation, which is really the foundation for your business. So not only for your personal business, and uh, maybe you don't want to do a business per se, but even if you're just um, volunteering at an animal rescue, your personal reputation is still very important and you want to be professional, even if you're not charging money, not only for yourself, but also because you are a representative of animal Reiki in the world, where not many people know what it is, although that is changing and more and more people know, but their view of you can have lasting implications for our profession and for what it means in society to do animal Reiki or as I like to say, to be <laughs> Reiki with our animals. So if we can overlay the precepts onto each situation in the community, that will really give us a guide to be Reiki all the time. And so there are a few ways. I, I picked out a few um, quotes that I really liked this week to sort of inspire us to model all of these Reiki values in our community. Because, of course, we all know that to model something is much more powerful than to say it. So our actions are much more powerful than our words. So even though we may stumble over our words and trying to explain to people what Reiki is sometimes, but if our life and our actions are steady and true to the Reiki precepts, then people will know what Reiki is in a much more strong way. So here are some ways to model Reiki values. Number one is to make choices every day for compassion. Compassion for yourself and compassion for others. And especially as an animal Reiki practitioner, to be compassionate to animals in your life. So think about the choices you make every day and how you can bring more compassion to them for the animals. 
And there's a um, quote by the Dalai Lama, compassion is the radicalism of our time. I think that's such a beautiful quote. It's so powerful, and it really says a lot that um, it may be going against the grain sometimes to choose compassion, um, but you can do it. You're strong. I know you can. Secondly, another way to model Reiki values is to make a deep commitment to service for the animals. And I found this quote by C.S. Lewis, which is, true humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. I love that because I think it really points us in the direction of the Reiki precept, be humble, but what does that mean about being humble? And for me, it's really about taking the time to volunteer in your community for animals. And um, you may end up being a regular volunteer and doing Reiki part of the time, and that's, that's okay. But being of service and thinking about, you know, if you're not volunteering right now, thinking about, you know, what can you do to be of service for animals and brainstorming about that, you know, and finding ways because that will um, be a very strong way for you to be Reiki in your community. A third way to model Reiki values is to extend to yourself the same kindness that you give to animals. And I know that that is not always easy, of course, because it's much easier to be compassionate and kind to an adorable little animal than it is to ourselves. We're always so hard on ourselves. We expect so much from ourselves. We don't give ourselves any slack. So I know that that is very difficult. Oh, and and we don't give ourselves time to rest and we don't nurture ourselves because we're givers and we're always giving to everybody else. So to extend to yourself that same giving spirit that you have for others. Um, and I found this beautiful quote by Sanu Khan that says, whatever you do, be gentle with yourself. You don't just live in this world or your home or your skin. You also live in someone's eye. Wow, I just think that that is so powerful. And it, it really gives us a feeling of connectedness, I think. And Reiki, of course, is all about the connection between us, the heart and heart connection between us, and whether we're animals or humans. And um, I always talk about seeing things with your Reiki eyes or with your heart. So I thought that was such a beautiful reminder of how important that is to be kind to ourselves, too, because we are all connected so deeply. And then um, the other way that I have for you to model Reiki values is to remember that meditation is life and life is meditation. And so I, I um, love how some of you have been experimenting with meditating, not just sitting perfectly still, but working with either laying down if you're in recovery from surgery, meditating when you're laying down, or um, if it's difficult for you to sit for physical reasons, you can meditate standing or walking. So to really 
um, bring it out into your life when you're doing things and um, to help you with your, any of you that are thinking about doing walking meditations, there's a beautiful quote by Thich Nhat Hanh, walk as if you're kissing the earth with your feet. And so if we can walk like that every day, not only when we're, quote, doing Reiki, but also just when we are in our lives, it will bring a whole new level of humility, of gratitude, of gentleness, and of healing to every step that you take. So that brings us to the next section of this part of the Code of Ethics, which says, I work to create professional alliances and cooperative relationships with other Reiki practitioners and teachers, animal health care providers, and animal welfare organizations in my community. So for this point, it reminds us to think about joining forces with others. Because when we share our gifts and somebody else shares their gifts and we put those gifts together and share them with each other, we can create an even bigger benefit for animals. Our knowledge is bigger and better when we put it together with with others. Our resources are bigger and better when we pool them. And in this space, competition no longer matters. These relationships that you bring to others in, in the community can change people's minds one way or another about Reiki, what it is, and what it does. It can also create lifelong benefits for people and their animals. So if you make a relationship with someone and you really touch their life, that doesn't ever go away. You know, that really changes people and, and their animals. The relationships that you create in your community with others can also address really critical problems that we have in society right now, like compassion fatigue, stress in shelter animals, also a lot of people coping with grief. Um, A lot of people are suffering, whether it's physical or emotional suffering, and Reiki can bring relief from that, and so on and so on and so on. So you can... By joining forces with others, you can do all of these wonderful things, but do it in an even stronger way than when you're by yourself. So try to be receptive to collaboration. And think about um, something called co-creation. I don't know if you've heard that term before. But it's about creating something new together rather than simply thinking of it, oh, I'm going to do an exchange. You know, I'll do Reiki, and in return you can do this you know, whatever, but to think of collaborating on something bigger and deeper. Now, this whole uh, point about professional alliances and cooperative relationships, it's all about the personal relationship that develops, and that takes time. But the personal relationship is the glue that will hold everything else together. So you need to allow that relationship to grow organically And you need to allow the trust between you and the knowing of each other to grow organically over time. You cannot rush it. And in fact, sometimes when you try to rush it and you're too pushy, that can destroy a new relationship. So to really think about 
some of the qualities that you have learned through your animal Reiki practice can now come and serve you as you try to build alliances in a community. Number one, patience. Being very, very patient. Uh, number two, you know, being really flexible. Number three, being very persistent. So these are some of the um, qualities that we've learned from the animals. Let's bring them to bear now um, with the humans. So when um, I want to talk a little bit about if you want to, let's say you want to create an alliance or a partnership with another uh, modality. So um, think about um, giving, you could give public talks or classes with other holistic animal therapists. Find a common topic and share about it. Um, I have a, an audio course on my website called um, the Affirmation, Healing with Affirmations and Chakras. And I did that class. I kind of co-taught that class with an animal communicator. And um, we each kind of had our own perspective and brought our, our own things to bear, but we both really shared that love for animals and wanting to, to help people to help animals. And that was really um, a fun thing to do. I've also um, done uh, collaborations with um, Leah, um, the Vice President of Sarah. We've done a lot over the years, and um, that is really fun. And I've even done uh, some with Franz, uh, my teacher, which was really an honor for me. And when we when we come together and we create something new, then um, that's um, a wonderful way to expand and spread um, the knowledge and spread the healing. But again, it has to come from that personal relationship that's built on trust and you know um, service and all those other good things. So you might want to think about supporting your local vet. Some of the things that you can do to support vets is, number one, always recommend to people you're working with their animals that they get advice from their vet. I always try to bring it into every conversation about healing. Well, what does your vet say? You know, so when, you know, what does the vet, you know, do or whatever. So I always try to bring the vet into all the conversations to get the person to, to keep thinking of them as their primary resource, and I'm just more of a support to that. If you can, have a vet that you recommend and know personally, and you can keep sending and bringing more people to that vet, which is wonderful, and they'll know um, that how much you support them that way. Some other ways to build deeper relationships with your local vets is to do something like offering free Reiki for a local vet for animals coming out of surgery, coming out of their anesthesia. Offer free chair treatments for the staff, you know, maybe once a month or so. It's a great way to keep Reiki in their minds. And um, so in addition to, you know, recommending people and sending people to them, then you're actually there in the office. They get to see how you work. They get to feel Reiki for themselves. And um, it's a great way to build a relationship. Over time, hopefully they might let you leave cards in their office. Even better, they might start to recommend you to some of their patients. And even better, they might eventually let you use their office for Reiki treatments. I've had students do this in the past, and normally you would pay maybe a percent of whatever um, you charge to them. Or sometimes the clients pay the vet, and then they'll pay you a percentage. 
So although this relationship involves some volunteering and then when if you do get paid, you're only earning a percentage of what you would do like on your own, but it's so worth it because the recommendation of a vet is invaluable for your reputation and, and also being to, able to expand and help more animals. So that leads me to the next point for the Code of Ethics, which is I strive to educate my community in its understanding of the benefits of Reiki for animals. So look for opportunities to educate others. We already talked about collaborating with another um, person, um, a holistic animal person or somebody who is maybe known in the community and you guys can do something together. But you can also educate others on your own, even just one-on-one, -on -one, even if it's talking to one person. Maybe you're at a dog park and you, know, you meet a dog walker and you start talking to them. You know, that can be a, a wonderful way to, you know, who knows who they know. And, you know, when you talk about it, then um, word can get out. You can also think about talking to small groups. Um, like, for example, at the shelter where you volunteer, maybe you could do a little uh, talk for the volunteers there, the people that know you, or the staff. You can also think about doing public talks or special events like let's say your local shelter has like a fundraiser day, like a dog parade or something, and everybody comes out and it's a fundraiser for the shelter, you could have a booth there. And in the booth, you could give people chair treatments. You could have some information to hand out. You could have some pictures and, you know, um, talk to people one-on-one -on -one about um, what's going on. If your shelter um, or your veterinarian is really interested in what you're doing, they might allow you to do a talk to the public in the evening at their location, and then maybe they will promote it to their mailing list, and you could have a small donation, like, you know, $10 um, to come to the talk. It's $10 all donated to the veterinarian or to the shelter or whatever. These are all ways to get yourself out there to educate your community about the benefits of animal Reiki. And then beyond that is media. So you can think about media like local newspapers and magazines. Maybe you have local TV reporters that come and do community stories about interesting things happening in the community. And also think about social media. So if you're not on Facebook or Twitter, um, it's something that you might want to think about learning, and I'm going to come back to that in a minute. So moving to the next point is I continually educate myself to maintain and enhance my professional competence so that I uphold the integrity of the profession. This is really, really important for all of us as animal Reiki practitioners because there are more and more of us, of course, but there are still so few of us. It, like, for example, in comparison to Reiki practitioners, we're just a drop in the bucket of Reiki practitioners, those of us who do animal Reiki primarily. So we really need to work hard to keep and uphold our professionalism and our, and we do that by continually learning and growing. So continue to study, take lessons, in areas that 
improve and inform your Reiki practice. It doesn't have to only be Reiki classes. It could be other areas that are influential and that deepen some aspect of your Reiki practice, like a complementary modality. So you could do classes on holistic topics like flower essences or essential oils or animal hospice courses. And by the way, Bright Haven has a great online course about animal hospice, which Gail Pope does, and I highly recommend that if you haven't already taken it. Even courses like animal nutrition are important because nutrition is part of healing. And so the more that we inform ourselves about that aspect, the more that it will just support what we're doing with Reiki. Or if you're doing training, like I have um, any kind of training with animals, like one of my students works with um, really difficult dogs, um, like the red circle dogs or whatever at the shelter that most people aren't allowed to work with. And so she's taken a bunch of extra dog training so that she can work with the most difficult dogs, the aggressive dogs, the one that, ones that most people can't work with. So not only has she gotten a lot of really good life skills for and dog training, but now she can do Reiki with the dogs that nobody else is allowed to see. So that is really cool um, that she's been able to do that. And if you have other um, interests, so think about, you know, what your interests are with animals, what kinds of animals, and think about taking classes to deepen your understanding of working with those animals, whether it's about behavior or nutrition or holistic. Can you see that the more that we educate ourselves, the more we learn, the better we can be at our Reiki practice? Also, I want you to think about this education part to also be outside the animal realm in business. So I'm talking about marketing classes, computer skills classes, social media literacy, which I just mentioned, you know, learning Facebook and Twitter. Also writing classes, you know, you could take a class on how to, um, you know, write um, an experience or, you know, um, how to tell, tell your own story, you know, that could turn into a Reiki book that could inspire somebody, that could really inform somebody about something that they didn't already know about. And there are so many online courses these days that are available. So keep your eyes out and look for ones that can help you to continually improve yourself and to help you to um, just all that you're always learning and you're always growing and you're always stretching yourself. And that is going to give you also courage so that you can, um, because you know, wow, I never thought I could learn Facebook and look at me now, <laughs> you know, or wow, I never thought I could work with feral cats, but I took that course and look at me now. And, or, you know, gosh, I never understood, you know, how nutrition affects animals, but wow, after I took that class, look at me now, you know. So um, all of these classes are going to make, give you more confidence in yourself in your knowledge, and um, also just when you are going and sitting with some of these animals that you have all these other skills and all these other things, it just helps you be more confident and your vibration will just 
radiate that confidence so that you don't feel like, oh, my God, you know, ah, you know, I'm so shy, I'm such an introvert, or I, I don't know about this, you know. And so the more that we're constantly learning and growing, the better that we can be at doing Reiki. So this educational part, of course, is in addition to your daily meditation practice, you're doing this Reiki, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so um, the final um, point in this section of the Code of Ethics is I consider myself an ally to the veterinary and animal health community. I work to support their efforts in achieving animal wellness and balance. I honor other disciplines and their practitioners. So I want to emphasize something I said earlier, which is there's no such thing as competition. We are all here to support each other. So be inspired by the success of others. Allow it to help you to grow and to improve. Surround yourself with people that you strive to be like, who motivate you, who encourage you to move beyond your comfort zone, because these people will inspire you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what they always say is you can learn a lot about yourself by looking at the people closest to you. So if you look around at the people closest to you and you're not really seeing what you like, then move beyond your comfort zone and go out and make connections with a community that inspires you, that helps you to um, really grow and um, heal and be your best, best self. So find a group that shares your dream, whatever your dream is, helping animals in whatever way possible. Maybe if it's an animal Reiki shelter dream, then maybe join Sarah. When you join a community or a group that shares your heart purpose, you will feel supported and safe and love, and you will be able to do so much more with that support. Remember that you are a unique, beautiful light in this world, and Reiki practice will help you to shine more brightly so you can help more animals and their people. No one is quite like you. Believe in yourself. The animals need you. So some advice I have for you here is honor your foundation. Think about the animals and people who have gotten you this far. Hold them in a space of gratitude. Be yourself. Create your own unique journey based on your most inner, true, and authentic self. And Reiki meditation is going to help clarify that for you. And follow your heart. Listen to your intuition and your inner guidance. And regular Reiki meditation will help make this inner voice louder inside of you. So it's easier for you to hear. And finally, let your struggles in this life your difficulties, 
your losses and sadnesses, let them be your teachers. They make you strong. They make you unique. They make you you. And do you know what else they do? They deepen your compassion for others. And they develop your best qualities, your resilience, your patience, your courage, your kindness. All these difficult things that you've gone through, they help you to see with your Reiki eyes to the heart of things. And so see them as blessings because that's what they are. Okay, I'm going to unmute you guys. Okay. And um, just open it up to any questions or comments on what we've talked about so far tonight. Kathleen, this is Melanie. Hi, everybody. Um, that was really helpful. I, it was exactly what I needed tonight because I have a whole bunch of things that are um, coalescing now where I am specifically doing things in the community, including just many that you mentioned. So it was very validating. <laughs> I appreciate it because I sometimes feel like I'm, um, you know, all alone in the world just making it up. Um, <laughs> It was really helpful. I mentioned that I'm, I have this one vet who had confidence and openness and has been allowing me to do massages with each of his post-surgery patients. And it's fun because he doesn't, he doesn't tell them ahead of time. And when they get there for their appointment, he simply says, um, we have someone who's going to offer Reiki and give you a massage before you see me. <laughs> It's so fun because the family just feels special. You know, they feel like this was some special gift that the vet gave. So it was, it's just worked out nicely because it gets him do something and it's me because I need the place to practice. Um, So that's been really wonderful. And and then I also this week had a call from the only other Reiki animal practitioner in my area uh, asking, she had seen a card of mine and asking me if, if we could have lunch. And I had, I had just been thinking the same thing that we needed to talk and expand and, you know, and network and, and, um, support each other. And then third, I I had a whole bunch of notes as you were talking, but third, Mm -hmm. I have a Facebook, um, I practice uh, two, two other things. I practice under the name Sweet Energy CC, which is Cape Cod in Massachusetts, and I have a Facebook page, but I just have realized that I've got to do a web page as well because there are an awful lot of people in this area, at least, who are not on Facebook. And then um, finally, I just wanted to mention that I, I have, I'm doing a class currently with Leah as well. And Yay. Yeah, it's terrific, and it just it works so nicely doing the ethics with you and the other class with Leah, but she's been asking me each each lesson she tells me that I need to blog and I don't really know what that means but I think after listening to you tonight that I'm going to go back to Leah and say show me <laughs> tell me what you Absolutely. think I have to do so 
Um, well, I, I have a place for you to start because we love, whether you're a Sarah member yet or not, even our Sarah friends, we already had a Sarah blog where people, all kinds of different people tell stories, just shelter stories, shelter Reiki stories. Yep. Um, so, and you could even just tell the stories of from the vet office, you know, and yep. you well, don't have to two, say. I work with two shelters, so I, I, I share those oh, with good. Leah every week. And I think yeah, that's okay. where she, she, I volunteer with two shelters. So perfect. Um, so just go yeah. on uh, shelteranimalreikiassociation.org, click on blog, and read some of the stories that are already there. And you'll see there's all different links. There's all different styles. There's no right. There's no wrong. It's just your own voice. And then you have, um, you can put that there and you can share it from there. And um, a lot of people read our blog, so it's a way to get out there. Too. That's great. I, I feel compelled to do it now after listening to you, too. I think that's probably my next thing. <laughs> Yay! So, Wonderful. Thanks. Um, the other thing I just wanted to mention is I also have, I've just started a, a class, um, an online class, Power of Touch for Animals. Do you know that? Oh, cool. No. Uh-uh. So all, well, it came out of the mas- my massage course that I've done. Um, oh, but great. It just, it's interesting because it, it was me um, and my getting to know Sarah came from, you know, one thing sort of leads to another. You find out that this would be helpful in your massage practice, and then you find out this other thing would be helpful in your Reiki practice, and, and you want to learn all of them. And I, I, um, So I've just started this one called Power of Touch for Animals. If anybody else is interested, it's, it is an online um, teaching, and it's very good. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Thanks. Oh, Kathleen, this is Lisa in California. Um, yeah. One thing I've one thing I've done is I've done two resumes. One is like my my teaching career and what I've done, and then the other page is all my all my Reiki training, all my box flower trainings, and where I volunteer and all the different experiences that I've had. And I've taken those to veterinarian offices just so they know that I'm not some fly by night type of thing and that um that it's real and so Great. that i have so i have another career but i'm also expanding and so that they kind of see like i list like all my um all my reiki certificates my certificates from um box flower essences and then all my experiences and they said that that really helps because then they start seeing what it is and Wonderful. what I do and where I go. So, you know, it's there's so many different ways that you can put a resume together, and there's so many, like, tutorials and stuff like that online, and that's what I did. And, it, and I found it to be very, you know, beneficial, especially when I started going to the, um, the shelter. So Wonderful. Just throwing, yeah. just throwing that out there. No, that's a great idea because um, that can um, people can really kind of see who you are in a way. And if you think about all of the things, I talked about it a little bit tonight about really thinking about all the ways that you educate yourself and all the ways that you learn and grow. Um, because Reiki is one aspect of who we are, but we're all unique and we all have all kinds of skills and all kinds of talents. So, yeah, that's really great. This is Melanie again. Lisa, I wondered if you would be willing to share your resume. I'd oh, love sure. to do what you did. I have, oh, I have sure, 30 no years of management, and I've been trying to figure out a way to put the two together <laughs> to show it, too. Sure, Great. no problem. 
I'll, um, I'll, I can forward it to whoever is interested okay. if you send it to me. And, um, okay. Yeah, I'll see that. Should we just, um, so our, our email addresses are on the group email. Is that right, Kathleen? Uh, oh, maybe they are. Maybe you already have them. If not, if not, here's what I'll do. I will send out um, in the final little email, um, I will send out, um, I'll CC everybody's emails at the top. And so you'll see Lisa, I mean, sorry, okay. Melanie, and, Melanie and Lisa, you'll see each other there. And then okay. you can, okay. anyone else, you can contact Lisa too. And that way, I don't have to do it. You guys can do it. <laughs> oh, this is Lisa again. Also, I have a really good person who does um, web pages, uh, websites, oh. and uh, she's in Northern California, but she works all over, all over the country, and she's very reasonable. Very, very reasonable. Great. So, All right. I'll get so, that from you as well, Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's 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 great, and and um, I could not be more happy with my uh, with my website. So great. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. All right. So I'm going to mute you guys again, and we're going to do a little meditation. Um. This meditation is the meditation with the Hara and the precepts. I'd like you to sit comfortably with your palms resting on your lap. And now close your eyes and take a nice deep cleansing breath. Let it out slowly. And imagine with each breath in, the breath is a beautiful light coming in through your nose and filling your body with this light all the way down to the hara, your lower belly, below your belly button. And on the out breath, imagine this light can expand out your skin, into your aura, and out into the universe. And breathing in, filling your body with healing light, connecting to the hara, and breathing out, expanding this light out into the universe. And continue this breath at your own pace. And with each breath in, feel your connection to the heart growing stronger and deeper. And with each breath out, feel yourself expanding wider and wider into the universe. Breathing in, connecting to the hara, and breathing out, expanding. And breathing in, connecting, and breathing out, expanding. And now go ahead and return your breath to normal and just sit in that beautiful space of energy created with your breath. 
energies inside of you and all around you. Feel the easy flow, the balance, and peace. Just for today, do not anger. Do not worry. Be humble. Be honest. Be compassionate to yourself and others. Now I'd like you to bring to your mind an animal we'd like to offer healing to. And I'd like you to bring together the precepts and this animal reflecting on the ways your animal embodies the values of the precept. Or perhaps the way this animal helps you to embody the precepts more fully in your life. For today, do not anger. Do not worry. Be humble. Be honest. Be compassionate. Open your heart to the precepts and to your animal teacher. And realize that your animals are always here to show you how to embody these precepts. Inspire you to embody them within yourself. Open your heart to listening being present. Realize you can receive the wisdom of the precepts with the help of your animal. And the deeper we go into the teachings of the precepts, the more they can ripple out more and more fully into our lives. So our animals help us let go of anger, let go of worry, and live with humility, honesty, and compassion. Our animals can help us transform our lives so that our life is healing and healing is our life. So take a moment to thank your animals, whoever showed up today for this meditation, for sharing this space in our heart. Feel that gratitude for your animals. Remember to keep your heart open. You can always hear these lessons from them. When you're ready, 
setting your intention to finish. Take a nice, deep, cleansing breath and slowly come back and open your eyes. So, in conclusion, over the last five weeks of this course, we've looked at the entire Code of Ethics, the Animal Reiki Code of Ethics, including the guiding principles, which helps to set our intent for the, the whole uh, work that we do as Animal Reiki practitioners. We also have reflected on the best ways to work on ourselves the best ways to work with animals, the best ways to work with the human companion, and the best ways to work in the community. And so I would love for you to, since you've taken this class, to hopefully feel a stronger connection to these code of ethics and that it's easier for you to implement them because I know that it will really not only deepen your own healing journey and help you connect better with the animals and people, but also to create a very successful and abundant practice for your animal Reiki practice in your life. So I'm going to Open it up to you guys. I'm going to unmute all of you. And we have just a few minutes at the end. If anybody would like to ask any other questions from the class or share uh, any comments about um, something that was helpful or something that they're taking away from the class, whatever you guys would like to, to share. Uh, this is Lisa again. Um, I was able to get back to the shelter last Sunday for the first time in about two months. Um, and I did the um, bright light meditation. Um, I just stepped out of the shelter just for um, just for a few minutes. And then I came back in and I couldn't believe just I felt so more relaxed. And when everybody was telling me about all that was going on, um, with the shelter with a few dogs, it made being Reiki in the shelter um, a lot easier, and it it was I was a lot more focused. So thank you. Wonderful. Well, that's really great to hear that that meditation was helpful. But even better that you're well enough to be volunteering again. Yay! I know. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. Anybody else want to ask any questions or share anything? Well, thank you all for being here with me for the last five weeks. And um, it's been 
actually really fun for me to be able to explore these this code of ethics um, piece by piece um, with all of you and um, I think maybe I'm glad that I waited 10 years to do this class because I think um, I think it was a deeper experience for me now versus 10 years ago and I really enjoyed revisiting it um, with all the things that I've learned in the last 10 years and then kind of seeing it and um, one of the things that I'm taking away from, from this course um, for myself is how these ethics really stood the test of time. <laughs> so I wasn't like thinking to myself, oh, why did I write that? <laughs> that was terrible, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just that um, I feel that these ethics really, all of these aspects of our work as animal Reiki practitioners are still just as relevant me today, 10 years later, as they were when I first wrote them. And so um, I'm, I'm, I feel really, really good about that. And um, I hope that the course has really helped you guys to feel more confident and to have a lot of tools to go out and change the world and, and be successful, um, even though what we're doing is very uh, niche, um, but it is also very powerful, very beautiful. Um, and so I just want all of you to go out and be a huge success and change the world. So um, thank you all for being here, and for those of you who are listening on recording, thank you also for being here, and um, I will send everybody out a little final um, email very soon, so stay tuned for that, and um, wishing you all a wonderful evening. Blessings, everybody. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Good night. Kathleen, oh, yes. just one more thing. I was just wondering, is there a way that we could do maybe a little certificate for this class so that we can add it to our own resume? Yeah, I feel like so a I little something. Like we did have a did, did I make a certificate for this? I feel like I did, but maybe I didn't. Let me get back to you on that. I can't remember okay. if I did or not, but let me get back to let me get back to you on that, and okay. uh, I'll get back to everybody via email on that. <laughs> okay. okay, great. All right, blessings, everybody. Good night. Hey. Good night. Bye. 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 With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.